we're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. The Storman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. What's making news with Nathan Exelby? And now welcome into the program. He is the Courier Mail Racing Editor, Nathan Exelby. G'day, Nathan. How are you? Terrific, thanks, James. Feet wet here in Brisbane, but other than that, uh, nothing to complain about. Now we're speaking on a Friday around lunchtime. What's it? What, what rain? What chance are we tomorrow? Well, for forecast is right. I'd say none. Um, but it just depends on the forecast, and then what we wake up to tomorrow morning uh, on Saturday. Like that rain on race day is critical um, with regards to visibility issues. But the rains today, and we get some sort of break overnight, then we're a chance. But that forecast looks pretty ominous. Mm, so we'll keep our eyes on the sky and see what happens there. Ipswich obviously already abandoned. Now, look, racing news. It's been a big week in racing news. Look, a lot of it not good. When I say a lot of it not good, of course, I refer to the doping scandal, the text messages that have been uh, released in regards to some of the activity. It's Look, it, it doesn't make for good reading, if I can summarise it. No, it certainly doesn't. Um, Leo Schlink from the Herald Suns managed to lift the lid on this scandal and, and reveal some of the text messages that are that led to those 200-odd charges being laid earlier this year against eight people with relation to Aquanita Racing. Um, the, the text certainly frame those involved in a poor light, whether there's evidence comes to light to uh, sort of put it in a different context, I'm not sure. We know Liam Birchley's pleading not guilty to it, but it's uh, been a, a horrific week for racing. Um, front pages most days in Melbourne, um, basically outlining what looks to be uh, systematic doping and, and cheating. Mm, it's, it's just a... Yeah, it's going to be a interesting interesting case to uh, as we as we move forward and what else sort of further comes out of this and what's what's your thoughts on it now obviously you're involved in racing you're a racing writer you're a journalist and and, and we all know the game of what journalism's about as well do you feel conflicted when you see stories like this because it's a huge story that someone's been able to break but at the same time as someone that uh, you know your thoughts of the industry to see this sort of thing uh, be splashed out on our front pages it's sort of does it does it make you feel a little bit conflicted in some ways? No, not really, because I mean this this evidence was going to come out when it goes to to trial, just as long as it doesn't uh, compromise um, what happens in those trials, and that there's still room for a fair case to be heard, and it doesn't hurt the prosecution's case either. Um, this information was going to come out at some time, James. So, in fact, it's coming out in the Herald Sun this week, a couple of months before it gets laid to laid bare in, in a trial, I don't think makes any difference. What the issue is is that um, the perception of racing uh, has taken a huge uh, dent this week and you and I know, you know, in, in general, racing has become a marginalised sport so it's not something that's every day in the mainstream. Um, so people already have a dim view of the industry and, and stuff like this just serves to 
in their minds confirm that it is a sport of crooks and you know, I know that's not true but uh, unfortunately it would seem that there's there's a small element of people who've tried to get an advantage by skirting around the rules and, and that's bringing the whole industry down at the moment. Mm. What an interesting comment David Hayes made, and of course everyone down there, they've asked everybody, and David Hayes made some interesting comments. Of course, we know his establishment's going amazing at the moment, but he went through a period there for, for their standards where they just weren't winning the races. We were used to seeing the Hayes dynasty win, and, and he sort of made the comment that he knew how well his horses were going at home and, and thought they were going well enough and you'd get to the races, and they just continuously weren't good enough. That's that's right, and the, the double whammy for that is that, that he has to then wear the the comments that go with that. So, geez, having a poor run. So, I sympathise one hundred percent with uh, everybody who has done the right thing and is doing the right thing and is getting beaten by people who who aren't. So, um, just wait now and see what the authorities uh, do and how they choose to to deal with uh, the, the accused and. Um, and if they are found guilty, then uh, I'm sure they'll be given appropriate penalties. Mm, yes, no doubt about that. Now, other uh, news in racing this week. We talked a few weeks ago about the, the situation with uh, Brisbane Racing in terms of free-to-air vision. Have we pro progressed any further, or is there anything, any more light on that situation? And there seems to be more urgency uh, with officials in New South Wales. They're... they're Charging ahead, uh, dogmatic that it's going to happen. Uh, they're a little bit more circumspect up here, saying that there's contracts that need to be sorted out and a deal needs to be put on the on the table. That what came to light last week was that um, you know some people describe it as a threat, and others describe it as an olive branch. That you know the, the constant whinging about Queensland's treatment by Sky Thoroughbred Central is not going to change unless Queensland can somehow become part of this free-to-air deal, which would then change the makeup of what happens on Thoroughbred Central and put uh, Brisbane Racing on a more level footing with Sydney and make that New South Wales provincial meeting more in the background than it is now rather than in front and centre. We had another case last week where a Brisbane race was dumped from Thoroughbred Central because a New South Wales provincial race was running late. And So as it, as it transpires, we can whinge all we like about that, but... If it's in a contract that they have to get precedence, then it's not going to change. And you know, I, I just hope that that, that this free-to-air proposal is given, being given uh, every possible consideration um, by local officials, and, and hopefully everything's being, being done. That if New South Wales is going to go ahead with it, that we can be a part of it with them. So we'll watch this space with that one moving forward. Now, fantastic weekend of racing ahead. Caulfield with the three Group 1s, the Blue Diamond, the Oakley Plate, the Maturity, a couple of Group 2s there as well, then at Rose Hill, they've got uh, multiple Group 2 races there also. So well, whether we go ahead of Brisbane or not remains to be seen, but it, there's some fantastic racing. If you Can you help us find a winner anywhere? It certainly is fantastic racing, isn't it? Um, really looking forward to the Blue Diamond. It's an even Blue Diamond, I think, in those instances, I think you often get a rough result. I think Encryption can race really well in the Diamond Race 7, number 6. James Cummings is really hitting his straps this autumn uh, as the head trainer at Godolphin. Uh, this horse has been thereabouts in its three runs. I just think getting to 1,200 is going to suit. There'll be good pressure up front here. Drawn out, but that's not a big deal around the 1,200 at Caulfield. 
Hopefully this midfield a little bit worse. I think he can finish off strongly. So I think Encryption can run a race around the $20 mark in the diamond. And sticking with the same stable, uh, Cummings has taken piracy to Melbourne for a first up tilt on the Zetatove Stakes in race three. He showed plenty of potential last preparation, this horse. Uh, only narrowly beaten in a stakes race there in Sydney. Uh, that followed a string of wins in, in good time. Uh, he's been given a nice, easy, recent trial. I think he's come back good based on that trial. and I think he's found a nice enough race here, Piracy. So around the $6 mark, I'm sure he can race well. Okay, so there's a few winners in the Godolphin Blue. Race three, number four, Piracy. Race seven, number six, encryption so uh, you can read all of uh, Nathan's articles of course through the Courier Mail and uh, also heard of on uh, Radio TAB Nathan it's always very much a pleasure to speak to you and appreciate you giving us your time pleasure James